Before we begin, I'd just like to let you loyal listeners know that I'm sorry it's been so long between episodes lately. A perfect storm of moving house, a couple of short trips away, a needy family, and a bout of clinical laziness compounded a situation where I found myself spending less and less time on the podcast. But that's all in the past now, and we're going to be moving to a bi-weekly schedule. That's not two a week. That would be insane. It's going to be every two weeks, or fortnightly if you will. Also, I'm extending the t-shirt competition with the winner announced in episode 52 in two weeks' time. So get onto the Instagram, the Twitter, or Facebook group, retweet, like, share, or comment. You can even send an email or leave a five-star review. So, with that out of the way, let's do this. Hello and welcome to I Don't Know The Podcast, episode 52, UFO Disclosure is finally here. Back last year, former President Trump squeezed the clause into the COVID relief bill. The clause required that the Department of Defense and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence had to disclose what they know about UFOs, or as they call them, UAPs. Well. This long-awaited report finally dropped on June 25th. So, what with this being August now, that means this episode is pretty out of date already. But that's okay, because I've already done the research and I'm not going to waste it. This week, we're going to look into the build-up to the report, the report itself, and the reaction to the report. What is it going to tell us? I don't know. Is the US going to give us the full story? I don't know. Should we welcome our new highly advanced overlords? I don't know. But keep listening to see what we might be able to know. December of 2017, the New York Times reported on a $22 million Department of Defense program known as the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or ATIP for short. Along with the New York Times article, the famous Tic Tac video and the gimbal video was leaked, and former ATIP operative Louise Elizondo came out of the woodwork. This caused a number of senators to become concerned and request briefings on the UAP subject. And this led to President Trump inserting into the COVID relief bill a requirement that a report on everything that is known about UAPs be published. And that report is with us now. The assessment is based on 144 reports involving observations by military aviators between 2004 and 2021. According to my calculations, that's a time period of 17 years. So you'd think that this must be a pretty big report with hundreds of pages that K Mill's never going to read. Wrong. The report is nine pages long. That's right, nine pages to cover 17 years and 144 incidents. Hardly war and peace, is it? Nine pages to cover everything you know. I can regularly write nine pages about something I don't know shit about. 
But I guess nine pages is better than none. It's been seen as a moment, perhaps a validation for UFO spotters across the world. Um, major sightings of Yael ships or ex other extraterrestrial ships. agencies around the world announced the shocking find. Flying saucer! And ex, uh, extra terrestrial life. So yeah, the report is already out, but I think it's important to go back to before the release to view expectations and speculation of some in the UFO community. Also, because the fucking thing is only nine pages long and I need to pad this episode out a bit. It wasn't just in the US that there was a collective girding of the loins regarding this. Even here in the UK, the news was being hotly anticipated. Sky News is the Rupert Murdoch-owned British sister station to America's Fox News. And here is their build-up to the report's release. Now then, it has been the subject of fevered speculation and conspiracy theories for many decades. But in the coming days, the US government is expected to publish an official report outlining all the evidence it has about unidentified aerial phenomena, UFOs, probably to you and me. Now, it's been seen as a moment, perhaps, a validation for UFO spotters across the world, including former military personnel who've risked ridicule sometimes for even talking about the possibility of their existence. I don't know who the host is. I don't normally watch Sky News. These days I get most of my news from Comedy Central. So I don't know who he is, but he doesn't seem to be taking this very seriously. He has a little chuckle in his voice and an annoying smirk on his face. Well, let's talk to someone who investigated them. Nick Pope used to run the British government's UFO project at the MOD and he joins me now. Very good to talk to you, Nick Pope. Now, for confused football fans, this is not Nick Pope, the goalkeeper for Burnley. This is Nick Pope, the former UFO researcher for the Ministry of Defence. He also tends to pop up a lot in things like Ancient Aliens and just about any show that has the words unexplained or files in the title. Now, have you got any sense of what the Americans might come up with, given that uh, you spent quite a lot of time looking into what the UK had? The US say they're looking in particular at about 120 incidents uh, to which there was no uh, easy explanation. Yes, and those 120 incidents are just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of cases where these things have been seen by military pilots, tracked on radar, and there's even satellite imagery. Well, according to the military, it's 144, not thousands. But carry on. Now, there have been one or two leaks. Uh, senior administration officials who've been pre-briefed on this report say that it, it really kind of tries to cover all the bases. It... Nine pages is hardly covering all the bases, but I guess Nick doesn't know that yet says no evidence that this is alien but and this is interesting they haven't ruled it out uh, they don't think it's secret u.s 
technology, but some of it might be Russia or China. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. More work needed, I think. More work needed indeed. Hold on, Russia or China, what about little green men and women? Um... Oh, fuck off. I told you he wasn't taking this seriously. As soon as he says little green men, Nick should just storm off. But he's a professional, not like Piers Morgan. The, the, the main thought is, is that it could just be technologies that their rivals have got that they don't know about. Well, that's one theory, that it is some or some of this is, is secret prototype aircraft, missiles or drones belonging to an adversary such as Russia or China. It's always Russia or China. I don't know if that's insulting Russia and China or all the other enemies of the West that nobody's taking seriously. But look, I, I think the point is that, that there isn't going to be one single neat solution to this, and there may be multiple things going on. And I, my understanding is that there are people in the US government, the military and the intelligence community who have not ruled out the, the possibility that this is extraterrestrial. Oh, so Nick says he thinks they won't rule out extraterrestrials. But no more is made of that. Nick is cut short and they go to commercial. Talking of which, so will we. Please enjoy another local business commercial. Now is the winter of our discount tents. Made glorious summer by Riddles Down Surplus Camping Supplies. I'm Barry Surplus and no one can beat my great camping deals. Two man tents. 50 pounds. Four man tents. 100 pounds. Two man and two woman tents. 137 pounds. We also have a wide selection of yurts, teepees, and tabarnacles. Oh, cursed be the hand that denies these bargains. Come and see our shop, located between the haberdashers and the field. A tent! A tent! My kingdom for a tent! And we're back. So that was a somewhat underwhelming reaction from here in the UK. A country now known for not welcoming visitors from Europe, let alone out of space. But there's one English guy who is probably more excited about the report than Sky News. And that man is the subject of episode 16 of this podcast... Jonathan Trinity Martin. Now, he's been a bit quiet lately, but he's come out of the woods, quite literally, to let us know what he thinks about the upcoming disclosure. Hey guys, good day. Welcome to Kiabamba in the jungle, jungle city in Peru. He's still in Peru? He's been there for years now. So, will we see disclosure this June? Will we see first contact this June? Will we see extraterrestrials in our skies this June? Don't ask me, I was hoping you'd tell us that. So, in the COVID relief bill, Donald Trump hid a little thing in there asking um, at least one US Department of Defense Intelligence, one of these three-digit things, to disclose Department of Defense, I don't know which one it was, to disclose everything it knows about extraterrestrials. He said at the beginning that he's in the jungle, but... There seems to be a hell of a lot of traffic in that jungle. The noise is terrible. 
Of course, I might be noticing it more since I've moved from the city to a country estate, but it really does seem like a loud jungle to me. And of course, we've already seen this begin to come out between Donald Trump leaving office and June the 1st, which is the upcoming deadline for disclosure that Donald Trump gave the intelligence agencies in the US. We've already seen a lot of information come out. They're already releasing more information on Donald Trump's requests. So peace out, Donald Trump. Good job. You didn't do everything great, but you did a good job on that one, getting the info out in the last minute. So not getting sidetracked on Donald Trump and causing a ruckus. You only have to say that name and it descends into chaos, doesn't it, reality? I hope Donald doesn't watch this. So, so yes, so we begin to see, of course this started like two or three years ago, the Tic Tac UFO and the, the Gimbal UFO and all these things that the CIA released, the UFO footage and the, um, that sergeant, I don't remember his name now, that, that came forward um, that was um, based on the air carrier where they were seeing all the activity. Details still don't seem to be Jonathan's strong suit. And so there's a lot of information coming out. There's a lot more come out recently and I'm not even up to date with it. I've seen some cool images of triangle ships. Is that the Yayel or Bashar? Of course the um, Yayel and the Sasani come in triangle ships. A lot of people say the triangular ships are actually secret American craft called TR-3Bs. But according to Jonathan, it's his buddies, the Yael. So yes, so I have had lots of contact with the Yael over the last two months. It's all got a bit crazy to be honest. It's kind of why I disappeared from the internet, it, it, like um, with the ayahuasca and going to Machu Picchu. And... He's been hepped up on goofballs in Machu Picchu? It like sent my energies a bit crazy and I went into a big uh, emotional healing process. A lot of negative beliefs got purged out of me. That's a really polite way to say I've been really fucked out of my head. And so, so I kind of disappeared. It all got a bit intense for me. But the good news is I've been having lots of contact with the Yael. I've had at least three physical sightings of them. Very close. Um, one extremely close. They're coming very close in now. Um, I tend to see them as balls of light. Spaceballs. And we've actually got a video, so keep your eyes peeled on this channel. It's going to be coming out soon. I haven't watched it back yet, but I'm fairly sure it came out pretty good. It's only little lights on the mountain, but I'm 99.9999% sure it's the Yael. I'm pretty convinced it's the Yael due to the energetic communications, the messages I receive, and the energy of these balls of light. Ayahuasca is a hell of a drug. So. Yeah, so it's really accelerating. Like over the last two years, generally, I've had probably like I don't know, like well over ten um, major sightings of Yael ships or ex other extraterrestrial ships. Everything's accelerating. Like the CIA is now releasing information. This June is apparently going to be a critical point in how we move forward. And that's it. A short video for Jonathan. Presumably, he has to go and smoke some shit in the world's noisiest jungle. But he sees the June 25th report as a positive step forward. And more importantly, he says the IL think the same. I guess the IL would be happy if they come down and talk to us in person, instead of going through Jonathan with his weird West Country accent and outlandish pronunciation. So far... Regarding the build-up, the British news was pretty much underwhelmed and Jonathan Martin, although happy, didn't really seem to care that much. So now we go straight to the horse's mouth. The place where disclosure will be happening. The country that goes nuts every year when Starbucks adds pumpkin to a perfectly good coffee. The USA.
And one of the people that's been really covering the dis the disclosure story has been a bit of a surprise for me. Fox News's Tucker Carlson. And I say surprise because Tucker normally spends most of his time being racist and sticking his tongue down the pants of Donald Trump. For non-US listeners who might be unaware of him, he's the type of person you would get if your mum left you at six years old to become a hippie and you were brought up by an uninterested wealthy father who ships you off to a boarding school in Switzerland. Which is exactly what happened to him. And to pile more diarrhoea on the shit sandwich, they gave him the name Tucker. So what with that upbringing, he surely has the perfect personality to be a Fox News presenter. So what does an overprivileged gaslighting charlatan think of all this? Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Happy Friday. Human beings have been wondering about unexplained lights in the night sky since the first Neanderthal cooked an ocelot over a campfire and looked up. Bloody Neanderthals coming over here, eating all our ocelots. But in our age, in the modern age, fascination with UFOs really began in the summer of 1947. That's when a man called Mac Brazel found something very weird on his ranch in Corona, New Mexico. That's about 85 miles northwest of Roswell. He's a bit behind the news there, but okay, tell us what you found out, Tucker. Suspecting it might be debris from outer space, Brazil dutifully brought the pieces to a nearby military base. The next day, the base issued a press release confirming that the material was, in fact, from a flying disc, a flying saucer. News agencies around the world announced the shocking find. Flying saucers! I don't watch a lot of Fox News or Tucker Carlson, so I'm not sure if it's always like this, but... Tucker looks constantly confused throughout this. He looks like a dog trying to understand a magic trick. Then, within hours, the U.S. military changed its assessment of what these pieces were. Brigadier General Roger Ramey, commander of the 8th Air Force, announced that, in fact, the debris from outside Roswell was nothing more than a weather balloon. Not a big deal, nothing extraordinary, certainly nothing extraterrestrial. Was General Ramey telling the truth about that? Well, it looks like he may have been. It may, in fact, have been a weather balloon. I call bullshit. But also, come on, Tucker. We didn't come here for a history lesson. But that was not the end of the story. Over the past 75 years, the U.S. military has gathered evidence on a remarkable number of puzzling aerial phenomena, most of which were definitely not weather balloons. Or swamp gas. Unexplained flying objects have buzzed U.S. military bases, missile sites, ships, aircraft, submarines underwater, often at speeds and in directions that seem to defy any known human technology. He's still looking confused. A bit like me watching La La Land. The Pentagon has said next to nothing about any of this in public. Instead, it has consistently covered up these sightings. Virtually everything we know about UFOs has come from whistleblowers. By the time this show launched nearly five years ago, it was clear there was definitely something very odd going on in the skies above us. UFOs were not some crackpot theory cooked up on late night radio. They were absolutely real. I think it's been known for more than five years, and that's a pretty nasty dig at late night radio, too. The question was, what are they exactly? Over the years, several powerful political figures in Washington, including Senator Harry Reid, have pushed the U.S. military to reveal all it knows about UFOs. Weird that Tucker calls Democrat Harry Reid powerful. He normally calls Democrats commies and Marxists. But in every case, they have failed to dislodge that information. 
Then last year, Senator Marco Rubio of Florida inserted a demand for transparency into a federal appropriations bill. That's the COVID relief bill. Did Rubio just sneak it in there? By the end of June 2021, the government was required to turn over its full assessment of UFOs. Just a few hours ago, that report finally came out, late on a Friday. We've only seen the public version so far, but here's what we can tell you. Oh, he's read it already. What does it say? Government investigators seem sincerely baffled by what these things are. Today's report analyzed 144 separate sightings of UFOs by the U.S. military. But in only a single case could the government explain what it was. In that case, it was a large deflating balloon. Deflated balloons don't travel at thousands of miles an hour and bother military aircraft. At least, none that I've bought do. The rest, the other 143, remain a complete and total mystery. So the most sophisticated military in the world has no idea what these things are or even how they move from place to place. What? Some of these aircraft, the report says, quote, appeared to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed, all without discernible means of propulsion. So definitely not a balloon. So we do know that no government in the world possesses anything like this. Do we? No technology like this exists that we know of. The Pentagon seems fairly certain these are not Russian and they're not Chinese. So what are they? And they're definitely not Canadian. The report doesn't say. It notes only the obvious. UFOs, quote, clearly pose a safety of flight issue and may pose a challenge to U.S. national security, end quote. Really, Tucker? Is that all you've got? You couldn't make something up? I mean, you usually do. I could have watched more Tucker, but I decided he's an obnoxious twat. So, so far, Nick Pope doesn't know what's happening. An overconfident schoolboy in a suit doesn't know anything either. I had to go where people know everything to get some insight. That's right, YouTube. Here I found Lakeisha Inspires. I'm not sure if Inspires is her real last name. But anyway, Lakeisha seems to know what June 25th and disclosure really means. Although it seems she's getting information from watching other people's YouTube videos. June 25th, I went to the comments and I was reading the comments. This is what the comment had said. And this was from a 12 year old. A 12 year old? Don't listen to what kids say, especially 12 year olds. 12 is the peak kid bullshit age. He said on June 11th, 2021, I had a dream where Jesus said I will arise in 14 days which equals June 25th, 2021. Well, her math is right. So even though I do not understand what this lady is talking about, she just might be dead on accurate in capital letters, like dead center of the bullseye. Yeah, dead center of a bullseye is pretty accurate. So Lakeisha contacted this 12-year-old to ask him more about his dreams, which uh, isn't weird at all. And he said, hi, Lakeisha, Jesus said it very lightly and that was pretty much it. I wouldn't have even remembered it, but I was watching a video on YouTube. Here's a good reason not to let your kids watch YouTube. The weird thing too is, um, it states in the Bible that in the end of days, God will pour out his spirit amongst all flesh. With that said, in like 2016, I started hearing a voice that would tell me of future events. Now normally I would ignore such a thing, 
but the voice was dead on accurate, which made me pay more attention to it. A 12-year-old kid who reads the Bible and hears voices in his head. I wish I knew his name because I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the news one day. I kept hearing for a long time, get ready, exclamation. Then kept hearing, are you ready, question. Then it turned into just ready. Then other events would take place and he have, in quotes, dream. The voice tells him to get ready. He worries me even more now. And I think Lakeisha's kids want something too. And everything made it seem like the father is at the door. Then on June 11, 2021, I heard who I believe to be Jesus say, I will be arriving in 14 days. I almost, I also not too long ago heard a voice say, warn them. I wish she'd find out what her kids want. They're distracting me now. But she ignores her own kids screaming in the background and reads out more comments from other people's YouTubes, which are telling us that the UFO disclosure is actually all about Jesus. Because isn't it always to some people? That was what Lakeisha knew the day before the report. Luckily for us, she made another video the day the report dropped. So what did she make of it? Was it Jesus? Today I wanted to bring you guys um, the long-awaited UFO intelligence reports. And this is what, um, here's the information, here's some information um, that I have on that. Here we go. Breaking news, Washington, D.C., the U.S. intelligence community on Friday released its long-awaited report on what it knows about a series of mysterious flying objects that have been seen moving through restricted military airspace over the last several decades. Yes, yes, we know what it's all about. We want to know what it means. In short, the answer, according to Friday's report, is very little, but the fact that the intelligence Community released the unclassified document marks one of the first times the U.S. government has publicized a publicly, a publicly acknowledged that these strange aerial sightings by Navy pilots and others are worthy of legitimate scrutiny. Worthy of publicity scrutiny? Investigators found no evidence that the sightings represented either at X uh extraterrestrial life or major technology i always find it's a good idea to read things through before i record it helps put things through some extra scrutiny advancement by a foreign adversary like russia or china also for those who don't um, understand why this report is important um will to be honest, I'm having trouble understanding half the words she's saying. Before we are glorified and raptured, they will um, come out with a UFO disclosure, and that will be their way of explaining the rapture. So I think this is more like of a generic report, just so they can have something out there. To be clear, Miss Inspires thinks that this UFO report is being issued before the rapture so that when the rapture happens, this UFO report will explain the rapture. But I believe within the next um, upcoming few days, there will be something else released that will be shown to people worldwide. And 
There won't be. And shouldn't she answer that phone? Um, at that time, we know that uh, we are about to receive our glorified bodies and be raptured. So let's stay looking up. Um, and I hope that um, everyone is having a blessed and wonderful Friday. It's kind of rainy here where I'm at. So, you know, I'm just chilling out. And I wanted to also let you guys know that I'm always praying for you guys. And I love each and every one of you. To be honest, I don't find Lakeisha Inspires particularly inspiring. I'm not going to give any credence to end-of-days worshippers who ignore their kids and can't read words longer than two syllables. No one seems to be able to give us any idea of what it says in the report, and nobody so far seems to even be taking it seriously. And we need to find someone to be serious. And it doesn't get more serious than a Scottish man talking while showing videos of the Tic Tac and Gimbal incidents. But I warn you, the following does contain very, very extreme accents. The Aerial Phenomena Task Force released a long-awaited UFO report close to midnight on the 25th of June, and the results are, you know it, they still cannot explain what is going on in our sky. What? Wait to hear this. The report apparently concentrated its review on reports that occurred between 2004 in 2021, and it dealt with 144 reports that originated from United States government sources, and of these 144, 80 involved observations with multiple sensors. 144 between 2004 and 2021, that's 8 incidents involving US military every year. And most reports described unidentified aerial phenomena as objects that interrupted pre-planned training or other military activities. In 18 of these incidents, described in 21 reports, observers reported unusual aerial movement patterns or flight characteristics, and the report on these incidents reads as follows. Here we go. Some UAP appeared to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion. In a small number of cases, military aircraft systems process radio frequency energies associated with UAP sightings. The Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force holds a small amount of data that appears to show UAP demonstrating acceleration or a degree of signature management. I'm not entirely sure what all that means. Additional rigorous analysis are necessary by multiple teams or groups of technical experts to determine the nature and validity of these data. And we are conducting further analysis to determine if breakthrough technologies were demonstrated, according to the report. The report also explains that these aerial phenomena between 2004 and 2021 that they deal with probably lacks any one explanation when they state the UAP documented in this limited data set demonstrate an array of aerial behaviours, reinforcing the possibility there are multiple types of UAP requiring different explanations. So it's not just one type of UFO, much like cars. One might be a basic practical Ford, another might be a luxurious technologically advanced Toyota RAV4 hybrid. Our analysis of the data supports the construct that if and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they will fall into one of five potential explanatory categories. Airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, USG, 
or industry development programs, foreign adversary systems, and a catch-all other bin. I'm guessing the other bin is going to be pretty full. With the exception of one instance, when we determined with high confidence that the reported UAP was airborne clutter, specifically a deflating balloon. A balloon? Seriously? On flight safety and national security, it says that the unidentified aerial phenomena does pose a hazard to the safety of flight and could pose a broader danger if some instances represent sophisticated collections against US military activities by a foreign government or demonstrate a breakthrough aerospace technology by a potential adversary. Unless it's a balloon, of course. But it does go on to say that they currently lack any data to indicate any UAP are part of a foreign collection programme or indicative of a major technological advancement by a potential adversary. And they go on to say that they continue to monitor for evidence of such programmes given the counterintelligence challenges that that would pose, particularly as some UAP have been detected near military facilities or by aircraft carrying the United States government's most advanced sensor systems. It seems that while they're not giving much away, they really are quite concerned about all these things. A statement was released by Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby on the matter, and it reads as follows. Today, the Director of National Intelligence delivered to Congress a preliminary assessment on unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, and the progress that the intelligence community and the Department of Defense UAP Task Force has made in understanding this threat. Analyzing UAP is a collaborative effort involving many departments and agencies. Yeah, 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 never mind all this fluff. We want to see some balls. Get on with it. And the department thanks the Office of the Director of National Intelligence for leading a collaborative effort to produce this assessment, as well as the other contributing departments and agencies. Incursions into our training ranges and designated airspace pose safety of flight operations and security concerns, and may pose national security challenges and the Department of Defence takes reports of incursions by any aerial object, identified or unidentified, very seriously, and investigates each one. This is just management speak. It's always, we take, insert subject, very seriously. It's usually followed by a sentence that shows they're not taking anything seriously at all. The report submitted today highlights the challenges associated with assessing UAP. Occurring on or near Department of Defence training ranges and installations. The report also identified the need to make improvements in processes, policies, technologies and training to improve our ability to understand the UAP phenomena. So the CIA director says they're taking it seriously, but it's very difficult. The bottom line here is that they don't know what these phenomena could be, and that is utterly amazing. It is. I mean, these things aren't new. They've been around for at least a hundred years. They don't know how to intercept and they can't rule out the possibility that this is not human activity. This report, which we will link below for you to download, describes aerial craft making manoeuvres that are currently beyond human technological capabilities. This includes Chinese and Russian capabilities and you have to wonder why this is not logical to us just now. What's going on? Episode 51 UFO Disclosure is finally here. The Epilogue. So, 
What have we learnt this week? We learnt that Tucker Carlson is a weird little fucker. Human beings have been wondering about unexplained lights in the night sky since the first Neanderthal cooked an ocelot over a campfire and looked up. We learn that there are people who will use anything as a reason for the rapture of being imminent. Uh, we are about to receive our glorified bodies and be raptured, so... And we learned that, according to the report, the security agencies know exactly nothing. The bottom line here is that they don't know what these phenomena could be, and that is utterly amazing. I was actually looking forward to this report coming out. To say I was disappointed when it did come out would be a huge understatement. It's nine pages long, nine pages covering 144 instances covering 17 years. I could write more than nine pages on my weekend at Alton Towers, and that only covers three days. I'm not going to write it, but I could. The only good thing about it being short is that I was actually able to read it. And those nine pages don't tell us shit. Except that one thing was a balloon, the rest, they haven't a clue. There isn't a single mention of ex extra-testicles. Not, not a single mention. But some people do point out that they aren't ruled out either. My personal view on this is that it's a total cop-out. Trump demanded the CIA do something that they really didn't want to do, and so they did the bare minimum. It was probably compiled by people that honestly didn't know that much about what was going on, and the re real people in the know kept to themselves in the background. All I know is that the history of UFO involvement in the military has to cover more than nine pages. And I will not rest until we get the truth. Actually, I'll probably just leave it to other people and then make some snarky comments about it when the news does come out. If you enjoy this podcast, then share it with your friends and let me know. Join the Facebook group and the Instagram, and you can email me at idontknowpod at outlook.com. Special thanks to our logo creator, Raymond Roel of Project Raven Creative. See all his links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and come back next week to find out what I don't know. Sandy.